When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with Tyler Bowe. What's going on, you guys? We got Michael Johnson, the menace, on uh, on the show today. It's going to be a good show. It's Tuesday. I want to thank our sponsors, Tip a Fighter. Uh, guys, we know that fighters are underpaid. Uh, they should be making a lot more money than they do. They entertain you guys every single week. Well, now there's a way to help that. Tip a fighter. It's not charity. It's a pay for performance. It's majority of fighters are not paid enough to even call it a profession. You tip other service providers. You tip waiters, waitresses, uh, strippers, all kinds of people you tip. So now you can tip fighters. Fighters, sign up for this, okay? It's free money. You're fighting anyway, might as well get paid more money. So go to tipafighter.com or at tipafighter, find out all about it. Also, American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E.com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Sign collectibles from uh, the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else in between. Past signings included Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Marlies Conan, all kinds of great people. Check out their website to find out who's signing next, A-I-A-S-E dot com. Tyler, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Just me and you right now. I got a, uh, we were supposed to have Vince Pichelle, but his buddy got into a motorcycle accident. He's at the hospital right now waiting for the surgeon. Yikes. I just got, just got that text just now. Vince, hope your buddy's okay. Uh, and then, you know, we have, uh, it's me and you today. Yeah. I like it. It's going to be fun. How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Uh, just uh, kind of laid low. Uh, I did a show at the Ice House with uh, like Eddie Ift and uh, Jason Stewart Saturday night, and uh, been working on a lot of writing stuff. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Actually, you, uh, me, and you uh, got to, uh, got together. We actually wrote for the MMA Awards. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. We got a bunch of uh, really funny sketches. I'm I'm very excited about it this year. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna top the All About That Cake <laughs> that got 40 million hits, but we're yeah. we're on our way. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Also, I did shows. Um, I had a show Thursday night. Where was I Thursday? I was uh, forgot where I was Thursday. I I was I had a show somewhere, which actually it went really well though. I remember the show going well. I forgot where it was, <laughs> but I had uh, I had two shows on. Um, this man's life is a blur. It really is. Two shows Saturday, hosting the shows at the Ha Ha. That was fun. It was a fun crowd. Sunday at the Ha Ha. Uh, yesterday I had a show at Sal's. There was like six people in the crowd. They were good. Sometimes like I'd rather have a good six than a shitty one hundred. You yeah. know, you get sometimes you get a hundred people there that just you know look at you like you're fucking crazy or they're doing you a favor, and you get six people that are laughing their asses off. Yeah. I'll take the six. Yeah, any day, any day. I, and I know that sounds insane to like people that might be listening, but it's true. Like what you want is the pe- people that are engaged in that are uh, that are responsive. You know, that are there to have a good time, and you can have a hundred people that are just chatty and. 
garbage. Yeah, right. No, you could have. And then sometimes there's so many people that aren't laughing. You're like, oh shit, man. Maybe they know something I don't know. You know. <laughs> so uh, that that happens to me. But uh, but I had actually I had one lady get offended on Saturday night. She got she got upset. And then you know, but everyone else laughed, and I kind of made fun of her. And then, <laughs> and then you know, then she came back, and then she said to me after the show, "I wasn't offended." Blah blah blah. We hugged. So that was cool. Then I had I had two callbacks this week for two different hosting two different shows. Yeah, Adam and I actually uh, ran into each other at an audition. Yes, that was that was crazy. And then I, I went back there yesterday, and there was another fifty comics that I knew. So it was one of those. It was the yeah, same yeah. the same fifty comics. It was like yeah. you know, but it was like Sarah Tiana, Jeff Keith, Ron G. Uh, it that's, was. That's good company like all these yeah they were all these people that i knew there uh but yes that was fun did I, they do did you do sorry did you do the same script on the callback or did same they have script yeah. which was good i actually had a callback on thursday for a show I, I was like oh i did a show i know where i was i did a show in long beach at this bar which was fun uh, actually colchino told me i was the first comic to ever get everyone quiet oh sierra Vellas. uh yeah they're usually yeah. always talking and so I went on and it was funny because I told this, this girl how much I wanted to bang her and then she was the comic's daughter. Uh, who was, so that was like, she was like 20 something and the comic was like, that's my daughter, this female comic. I was like, uh-oh. Uh. Um, but so then afterward, my friend Mike's like, want to smoke some weed? So I'm like, sure. So I smoked some weed in the car, me, him, and some other girl who didn't want to ruin her voice, but she wanted us to blow the weed in her face. So we were smoking pot and just, <laughs> just shotgunning weed in her face because she didn't want to inhale it herself. It was, it was weird. Uh, this cute comedian chick. And then, um, and then of course, 1130, I get a call. Hey, you, 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 you have a callback tomorrow morning and I was like oh always that's always the way right after I smoked like ton of, so I was like <laughs> alright so I go home and then I spent up all night working on this callback Three o'clock in the morning, I'm up doing it. I get up. I actually have a friend come over at ten in the morning. We work on it again. I get there at noon, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, it's a different script." Did you get the different script? I was like, "No." They gave me a whole different scene. I had two minutes to learn it, and I still did okay. But I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? And of course, there's some guy complaining, like, "This is bullshit. I didn't have the time to know the, the different script." He's yelling at the casting person, and some yeah. other guy butters up. He's like, "Hey, sometimes you're on set, and you'll get different scripts." And then, so that. Of course, the guy that was the big kiss ass was my partner. I, was, yeah, yeah. I already hated him to begin with. So anyway, and then I've, I've been working out actually. I've been going to the gym. Going to I, I can't like do jujitsu or wrestling still because I get my knees fixed December twenty third. But uh, I have been working. I still like I go to Gold's gym. It's like fifteen dollars a month. Yeah. to go to this gym, but it's all roid heads. I mean, really? you go there. They're guys who look like like their biceps are bigger than my head, and they and it's like we're stuck in a time warp. They're wearing like. Fanny packs, those rhino teeth or the, the tank tops with like the yeah tank tops with like the cutoff shirts. Yeah, Guys yeah. wearing belly shirts, <laughs> and even the girls look like they're like they're dudes. They have that jawline, and just uh. I used to work out uh, at a gym in Portland, Oregon, like that. I got a membership, super cheap, and it was great because it was open. It was like a warehouse type gym, old school, like twenty twenty four hours, three hundred sixty five days a year, and that's what it was. It was like me. Uh, and then a bunch of like serious like muscle heads, like yeah. dudes that just like you go there and like the entire. So I'm at the gym. Say maybe I'm there for like 45 minutes an hour, and I'm doing like a full like I'm doing you know, circuit training like this, that, and the other. And then the entire time there's a dude who's like just doing shrugs for like an hour. <laughs> just like- I always notice the bigger the guy, the like the lighter exercise that he's doing. I'm like, what are you doing to contain this? I actually almost got into an argument with some guy. I got into an argument. I'm at the gym, right? And I'm on the I'm on my. Su- Someone calls, and I was just got off my um, the the uh, treadmill. So my 
earphones were blasting. So I'm sure my, I was talking louder than I should have been. Yeah. So somebody calls me, and it's somebody, uh, it was some, some type of thing for an audition or something, something important. So I go to the corner to talk. And I'm talking about to this guy, and I'm, maybe I'm pretty loud, and some guy keeps mouthing at me. I don't, it's just yelling at me. But, I, but I'm talking. I'm like, I don't have time for this, right? Oh, it was like somebody was offering me work. So it was like a yeah. work job. So I get off the phone, and some guy comes up to me and goes, I don't want to hear your entire conversation. I go, I don't give a fuck what you have to say. <laughs> I go, I really don't care what you have to say. Yeah. And then the guy looked at me. He goes, I could tell. But and like, like I don't know, because I was all sweaty or something, and then yeah. just walked away. But I'm like, what is that? So what? You have to hear some of my conversation. You got headphones on anyway. Like, give me a break. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, it's not like you were getting crazy personal. No. And, and even if I was, who cares? Like, get over it. We're at a gym. Yeah. We're not a fucking library. It's a gym. Some people get way too comfy, though, man. I was at the gym uh, on Monday, and I saw, like, you know how they got the mirrors everywhere? Yeah. So, dude, like, picking his face. Really? Like, in front of the mirror. That's Like, ridiculous. popping a pimple on his chin. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> this is, you do this in the bathroom at your own house. This is not, you yeah. don't do this in the gym. That is weird, picking your face. It's nasty. Oh, yeah. Although, I gotta say, I have this, uh... Ingrown hair on the back of my right here. Thank you and for it, sharing. It's, it's like a zit on my face, and I, and I'm, I'm going to get it removed professionally. Like it's I was that like, bad? It's been there for like four years, and I notice it. You really can't notice it, but I can notice it. Yeah. But I'm, I made. It, I'm going to a dermatologist. Like 300 bucks to get it removed. I'm like, fuck it, you know. For one piece of hair. No, but it's like it's like a, it looks like a mole almost. Yeah. You can see it? I don't know. It is kind of a. I don't know. I do feel like kind of a pussy getting it removed. Like leave it there, but it's annoying to me. You got to get it out though. That's when you see that if you you've let that go too long, then you're gonna end up like one of those dudes in like a YouTube video that's like you know, ten uh, year old ingrown hair bursts and like you'll never <laughs> you'll never believe oh, what came out. Speaking, speaking of YouTube, so I we're at the audition yesterday and I'm sitting there and like Dan Cummings is there, who's a really good comic. Yeah. Me and Dan actually were roommates on Last Comic Standing for like our semifinal thing in Vegas, and there were some good comics there. There were some other people there. And I'm like. So I go to this other guy. I'm like, oh, are you a comedian? He goes, I'm a YouTube comedian. And I was like... So no. But I'm like, dude, the word comedian has become in like such an overused word. And then I go to some other girl. I'm like, oh, you do comedy too? She goes, I'm a Vine comedian. A Vine comedian? Yeah. Like, what? Like, really? You can't just say comedian. Like, no, you're, you're a Viner and you make videos on YouTube. They should not allow to use comedian after these words. I think when you say comedian, people assume that you do stand up, and that's yeah. what when we're talking. That's what like you say. Oh, Dan's a comic. Like I like you, you go. Okay, he's a stand up. But people do that, throw that all like around all the time. Like I'm a vine. I'm a vine comedian. Are you a fighter? Like, I'm a vine fighter. Yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah. I'm a YouTube fighter. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. go around saying I'm a vine. Yeah, yeah I fight for seven yeah. seconds. I and then yeah. and then some other girl was saying that like she does fucking. She, she, she's got a deal on Snapchat. She's got a comedy deal on Snapchat with like Comedy Central. They're giving people Snap. They're making Snapchat TV shows. Isn't that like shows. a one-on-one thing though? I, I, thought, I thought it was sending dick pics. I don't or like I don't. I never went on Snapchat. I went on for three seconds. People, I was like, this. I don't even know what this is. This is like a whole new world. I don't have time for this. But now people are getting TV shows off Snapchat. What? Fucking YouTube comedians and Vine. Why do why do I why do I go to fucking Mexican restaurants, sweating my fucking ass off, driving an hour and a half, three hours to learn a fucking craft when I could just say I'm a YouTube comedian or, or a Vine comedian? Why am I doing this? Why am I learning a real fucking craft? 
Why do I spend half my life trying to be good at something when, when I could just become a Vine comedian and end up in the same fucking audition that I'm at? Because look anyway. at look how much happiness it brings you. That's yeah. why. Yeah, so fucking, <laughs> so much happiness. Anyway, I ha- uh, Vince Pichelle, I had fucking 97 questions for him. He canceled on me. What? Here's the here's the reason why you learn the craft is because when when it comes time to actually do it you've got the chops because a lot of these people they'll get a little bit of notoriety on YouTube or something like that and then you'll see them at a club and they'll they're horrible on no, stage. No, you can't make on a, I don't know how, I mean maybe you can make a living being a Vine comedian or, or a YouTube comedian but I could actually make a living being a comic and people will hire me and be like that was the funniest I ever laughed uh, but now this is it's becoming ridiculous I mean yeah. it's like it's like being a DJ I, there are some good DJs out there but I, I'd whoa, much whoa, rather whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a DJ. Are you really? No. <laughs> no, I'm a YouTube DJ. I'm a Vine DJ. Fucking Here's my six second cut. That's it. Did you watch Bellator on Friday? Uh, I did not. Oh, I, caught, I just watched the highlights online. All right. So anyway, so there was some good fights on Bellator. I'm, I'm, I'm liking Bellator. I like their product. The MVP fought Michael Venom Page. They got to yeah. get this guy real to competition. Enough is enough. They can't keep bringing in people that aren't even in the organization to make their debut against this guy. I get it. We get it, people. Bellator, we get it. He was a karate champion. He was the best. He was awesome. Okay, but time to have this guy fight a real guy. Because he fought this guy that looked like he had no idea he was even going to fight Michael Venom Page. Yeah. Like, he just, oh, he's like, what is this guy doing? Like, let's get him against a real opponent, please. Somebody who's a, uh, a wrestler, uh, uh, who's had more than one Bellator fight. I, I like Michael Venom Page. I think he's fun. I think he's a star. But if you're really confident in Bellator, okay, get him a real opponent. Enough is enough. The, these guys look phenomenal until they get paired up against someone who's got comparable skills and stuff like that. You see it all the time. Uh, and he's obviously got selected like early on, and he's a star. I think he's got great skills, but he's got, uh, like you said, you don't know how good a guy is until he gets tested. Supposedly he was his karate champion in Europe or uh, some type of kickboxing champion. He looks awesome. I, I love watching him. I'm not knocking him. I'm knocking the matchmakers, okay? I like the matchmakers. I met the guy, Rich, Rich Chu. Cool ass guy. I mean, I met him in uh, Pachanga. I understand you're trying to build a star, okay? But enough is enough. If I'm gonna fucking take my time out of my day to watch this thing, I want to see a real fight. I want to see a guy who has a shot of winning this guy. Now, um, also Bellator, the time delay is killing your fucking product. You can't have a fight yeah. on at nine o'clock Eastern time and then air at nine o'clock Western time. There's a thing called the internet now, okay? There's a thing called uh, Twitter, okay? So uh, there's a, people are gonna know the thing, they're not gonna watch your sport. Either, I don't know, I don't know what the solution is. Put it online live, okay? Uh, put it, uh, make, I mean, is, really, is cops really getting that many viewers where you have to put it on for two hours? Are people really fucking, you know, uh, are people really getting into bar rescue? I know it's a big sport. You're playing replays of cops, okay? You have to have it live. I don't want to watch a fight that I know a guy already won. It takes away the fun of it. And I told Rich that when I was saw him in, in, in Vegas and whatever. He said, I know, I know, I know. That's killing your product. This time delay. I don't want to go to fucking first row sports or one of these fucking websites where they illegally stream shit and then have to watch your thing. It's just not fun. I don't want to have to even, then I get all these pop-up ads and next thing you know, I'm like, I'm being wanted by the mob or something or the, whatever it is, the government for streaming live shit. I don't want to do that. Okay. Put it on live. Figure it out. 
This is a good point. This is honestly one of the reasons I don't watch uh, or make an effort sometimes to catch the fights because uh, I'm on Twitter all the time. And like you said, dude, by the time the the fights are even, I could even watch them, I already know what happened. Yeah. It's killing their whole organization. Like, do you really think people would watch the UFC as much if uh, if there was if there if, if if you knew who won and then they would they would air it three hours later in, in, on the West Coast? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. So uh, anyway, this guy Gotti Amaguchi looked fucking great. He's a Japanese guy. He they pair him up against another Japanese guy. Uh, although the Japanese guys, when they face Americans, they have not yet to. I mean, back in the day, they were killing us. Why do you think Sakuraba that is, man? And, I've always wondered about that. Uh, the, this, this new class of Japanese guys? No, I just, like, so so many uh, so many martial arts have come out of, like, a long history of, of, of different Asian cultures, but, like, there's no Asian dudes, like, killing it in MMA. There was. I mean, at one point, there was Sakuraba, the Gracie killer. There was, um, there like was a, Kid Yamamoto was it, a beast at one point. There was, you know, Takanori Gomi, uh, the fireball kid. There's been a lot of guys back in the day. Uh, lately, I don't know. I don't know if it's because, uh, number one, the UFC isn't the biggest promotion over in Asia. A lot of those guys go to 1FC first. Yeah. Um, or they go to the, one of those, they, they get more money on there. I think also maybe it's just sports in general. They don't have the wrestling background. They can't deal with the wrestling. Yeah. Was- uh, maybe it's the food. They're eating honestly, maybe, maybe it's the diet. Not enough horse meat. Maybe that. Maybe it's maybe you look at what's in American product food, and these and you look at what's in Japan. Maybe they're eating too healthy. No, but I do. I look at uh, I look at the you know different weight classes, and you'd think in the lower weight classes, uh, there'd be some dudes like some like a lot more. The guy uh, who won tough China is not even in the UFC anymore. That's. I also wanted to some of these guys. They train too pure because I feel like over there, there's like you know, there's definitely a feeling that you know, like uh, you know, this type of karate is the best, and or this type of kung fu is the best. So you got to do just that, and then maybe they're not training. They do. Like, I mean, they're good at catch MMA. wrestling. I, I don't know. It, it looks like they don't have the explosive power. They can't deal with the explosiveness that American athletes can have, or the, even Brazilians, or even some of the Europeans. I don't know why it is. I, I do not know why it is. Uh, I know that if you go to like Thailand uh, and you go out, you watch some of these Thai fights, these guys are kicking the shit out of your legs. Yeah. Uh, but in, in all his mixed martial arts, I don't know. I enjoy watching them, but it, it does. Like there is something about watching a guy like Gadi Yamaguchi and going, okay, yeah, he beat this guy Kobayashi, but would he beat an American dude? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you, Dennis Olsen came out with a legalized Diaz shirt, uh, which was pretty damn cool. Probably yeah. the best part of this, of this fight. He got killed by Brennan Ward, who uh, Brennan Ward actually, you know, he lost to um, the Barn Cat, Tamden McElroy. Tamden took him apart. Um, but since then, he's looked amazing. The yeah. kid's got it all. Uh, Brennan Ward, surprisingly. And then, of course, the, um, the main event was uh, Carvajal versus Halesley. Halesley... I don't know how Carvalho got out of that arm tri- triangle. You you watch, uh, someone please tell me that because you watched the first round of that fight. He had him in a deep arm triangle that I don't know how the guy escaped. I don't yeah. know how he escaped. Somebody tell me on Twitter. If you listen to this podcast, explain to me how that he got out of that because I, I still have no idea how he got out of that. Uh, and then he went with a liver kick. Uh, those, those fucking liver kicks. I don't yeah. care how good of an All-American you are in wrestling, uh, how tough you are. You get a kick to the liver, it, uh, it pulverizes you. Crumpled him. And that dude is... He's he's big and he looks strong and, yeah. and he just crumpled. He just crumpled. Uh, so, uh, UFC Fight Night. You watch that? Uh, I did. Ireland. That was a... Uh, you know, everyone talking so much shit saying, this, this card's gonna suck. You know, the best guys... Like, uh, yeah, it just goes to show you. Okay, there were some great fights on it. 
There was a lot of fun fights. A lot of fun fights. Sometimes you have the best fights on paper, and it doesn't work. And sometimes you have shit. It's like chicks. How many times are you like, man, this chick is fucking smoking hot. She's fucking beautiful. She's this, that. And then she sucks in bed. Okay, that's never happened. Never, <laughs> never actually happened. Never once. No, but I'm saying sometimes you get a chick where she's like a six or a seven, and she just she just can work it. She can just. You never had that before. She rises to the occasion. You never had a girl rise to the occasion. I would say the crazier the girl, the better. That's true. Sometimes, like sometimes you get a blowjob where you're like, damn, that was too much. That was too good. That like, where did you learn that? Uh, <laughs> What what's going on? Uh, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> you're like, get out of here! I can't trust that. Yeah, yeah, you're like, this is you. Ha- you had way too much experience on this, and I, like, I had a girl one time tell me your sperm tastes so good, which made me feel good till I realized she was an expert in taste of sperm, and then I was like, that's a professional <laughs> sperm taster, and that's scary, right? <sighs> right. So anyway, uh, Patrick Holahan versus Luis Smoka. Uh, that was one of the best fights I've seen in a while. Back and forth action. Happy Smoker won. He's a Hawaiian dude. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a friend of MMA Roasted. Uh, all the Hawaiian guys are the, usually the best. They have the best sense of humor. And uh, he looked awesome. Okay. No, that fight was just... Dude, start to finish, that fight was a scramble. And uh, I, you know, as a, as a wrestler and stuff like that, I love to see the technical stuff on the ground. I, I mean, I love good striking and all that, but those guys were all over the place. There was a lot of... Uh, submission attempts and attacks and like changes of position and stuff it was it was a great fight um i was trying to think of what were the other big fights on that card i'm that, telling you right now tom oh, breeze destroyed oh, cathal pendred which uh which what a lot of people on, uh, i saw on twitter were really excited to see yeah i don't uh, know pendred what the, what the hate on this guy is i mean why do you hate this guy because he, i mean yeah why do people he's a nice guy he came on the show he was cool as shit i have no ill feelings towards him i think he's caught uh, a lot of uh, fortunate decisions. I think maybe that's why people... Yeah, uh, yeah, he did. He did. Don't kinda, like him, but... Which is stupid, but I don't know. He, he, he's now lost two in a row. Tom Breeze, undefeated guy, looks really good. Uh, this dude looks like he is the truth. Uh, Norman Park, I was happy that he won because... Oh. Yes, what? Uh, sorry, the Darren, the Darren Till... Uh, Nicholas Dalby. That, that, to me, was the fight of the card. Easily. It was such a back and forth battle, and uh, the 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 turn like in that third round when the fight turned, it was just unbelievable. We're gonna have Dobby on the podcast, by the way. Uh, I think next week Dobby's gonna come. Norman Park looked great against Reza Madadi, uh, and you know, look, you can't take a year off in prison and then come back and fight at the high level. I, I don't think you can. Uh, it doesn't seem like you can. You know, and you, Reza. You, I don't understand why you go out and fucking steal handbags. You, yeah. you get into a handbag theft thing. What, do you, what the fuck were you thinking? You just beat Michael Johnson. Look at Michael Johnson now. He's fighting Nate Diaz. Uh, so we're going to have him on the show. Norman Park, I was happy. He's, he had a couple tough decision losses. A couple could have went his way. Happy he finally looked good. We, I wanted to have a... Um, a uh, Poirier. No, Destin Poirier, Norman Park press conference. Park was in on it. Uh, and then Poirier said, Park's a bum. Have him win some exciting fights first. Then yeah. he could do a press conference. So that's, that's what that is. He, he got the win against uh, uh, Madaddy, but he, he gassed a little in the third. I think he wasn't super happy with his performance because I think he, he wanted to come out and uh, get so, a really yeah. convincing win. But I think I mean, Park's one of those guys where he's good at everything. He's not great at anything. Uh, I know he has, I think at one point he was in a uh, junior world 
some kind of regional, uh, some kind of title he won for judo. Yeah. He's a, or some kind of wrestling title. But he didn't, it looks like he's a good, solid fighter at everything. And he'll grind and he'll make you work. Dude, whether or not, he, but I don't know if he's great at anything yet. Yeah. He might be great at, I mean, he's great at everything, but he's not, you know, a specialized, world yeah, yeah. renowned guy. All those Irish guys, though, so scrappy, man. They just. Yeah. Neil Siri looked great. Yeah. Uh, and then Darren Elkins uh, looked great against my boy. Uh, I was a little, I was pissed about I wasn't pissed about that because I like Darren Elkins too. But Robert Whiteford, Elkins, man, he's just a fucking grinder. I, li- I like that guy. I was rooting for him. Uh, he's just a grinder. Yeah. He's just a grinder and he's just going to come at you, you know. So. What else are we going to talk about? John Jones announced last week he's coming back. I think they're going to try to get him on the April card in the garden. That's the word on the street. Yeah. Um, he's lifting huge weights. You see him? He's like powerlifting now. And the dude, it looks huge. Yeah. I, and he, I like John Jones. Uh, he's obviously mastered the hit and run. I, um, <laughs> I do not. You don't like John Jones? I don't. I mean, I can't deny him as a fighter, uh, but I'm the kind of fan, like, I can't get behind a guy if I don't. Uh, if I don't like him as a person, I have a hard time. I respect his his fight. Like, dude, he's one of the the best ever. I can't deny that. But if I mean him against Cormier, I'm rooting for Cormier all day. Me too. I and like well, let me clarify. I like him as a fighter. As a person, when I met him, he was he was nice as shit. That was years ago. That was five years ago. Do I do I respect him as an athlete? Yes. Do I do I respect him as a guy who hits and runs and a pregnant lady? That's fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, the cocaine is is, is unacceptable. It, it's just like. But do I do am I am am I do I like seeing a guy come back? Yes, I, I like seeing a guy get get go down and come back. And he might not come back. Look at Tiger yeah. Woods. Tiger Woods never came back after all that. Granted, I think it was worse. Woods got it worse than John Jones, right? Uh, because of because of what? But I'm saying in in like the press and all that. I think Tiger Woods was more embarrassing what happened to him than John Jones. Do I think what he did was worse? No. Yeah. I I, th- I think I mean cheating on your wife. While I don't I wouldn't do it. I don't think that's worse than hitting a pregnant woman and running away. Yeah, I think um, he probably caught more bad press because he's a bigger athlete in a bigger worldwide yeah uh, sport or whatever. But. Uh, and I, I'm not I'm not like a harsh dude either. Like I'll get, I'll cut a, a, somebody a break. I understand everybody makes mistakes, but like it's it's when someone makes a mistake and another mistake and another mistake, then you go okay. Like this isn't this isn't a one time deal. This is a pattern of behavior. Right. And if, hopefully he can turn things around. But I don't know. It's just it's just hard for me and like coming. Tyler Bogue taking a stand, man. This is the most you've I ever seen from Tyler Bogue, people. I can't root for the guy. Tyler Bogue versus John Jones. Are you gonna root for Hector Lombard or no? Uh, who, he's, he's fighting uh, no but I'm just saying are you rooting for him even though he said you weren't funny uh, <laughs> is he gonna come on the show <laughs> yeah. I gotta keep in good standing with him if I can because we never get in the same room together uh, he uh, likes you he's a good dude Hector um, now but will Jones come back look y'all look at guys who have never who came back and never were the same I was making a list Michael Vick okay I mean, went to, he went to jail. Jones didn't go to jail do I think dog fighting is dude, worse did you ever see that in, the interview where they said they like it was. They lobbed him a pitch. They were like, "Mike, you're out of prison. You know, you paid your debt. Is there anything that you would have done different?" And he's like, "Nah." <laughs> and the the interviewer, the reporter's like looking at him like, "This is your chance to like yeah. say you're sorry and be like, yeah, I messed up." And he's like, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah, I mean, Michael Vick. You know, he never came. He came back. He's never been the same. Uh, a Rod. He's he had a good season this year, but not 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 the same as he was back then. I mean, maybe age has caught up to him. Yeah. Will John Jones be the same? That's the question. Hashtag uh, MMA Roasted Podcast question. What do you guys think? 
Personally, I think he'll be just as good. I, I, I just do. I, I just think he'll. I think, I think he's that special of an athlete. Um, yeah, he's and he's young. He's in his prime. Look at the genes. Look at the genes he's been he's been blessed with. His two <laughs> brothers are in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, not that he hasn't earned what he has, but those are some that's some good genes. That family has some good genes. He he, I'm sure he works hard, but he had a definitely <laughs> had a good base to get started on. Now, uh, Luke Rockhold, uh, actually, uh, not Luke Rockhold. Yesterday, Vitor Belfort was supposed to do Ariel Hawani's show. I saw. Uh, that. He gave Ariel a bunch of questions to ask him. Ariel or his management did. They said Ariel said no no dice you don't ask me what to ask you and then he 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 didn't go on the show. Good for Ariel by the way for yeah. not caving in. Um, but that's like you can't do that. You, you, it's, you go on someone else's show, you're in someone else's house. You eat what they give you. Exactly. So uh, and you know what? No one would have even talked about it. Okay, but now that you didn't go on the show, it made press. It was all over the, all the MMA press. It's like you made a huge deal out of nothing. Yeah, he probably got himself more bad press by dodging oh, than by more. going on. Because you know, if he if he could take some a uh, page out of uh, Bubba Jenkins' book, and if he, Ariel would have asked him a question he didn't want to answer, he could have just hit him with that dodgeball. Yeah, hit him with the dodgeball, and he uh, he would have got out of it. Also, um, uh, Ronda Rousey is on the cover of the Ring magazine, which is the the bible of boxing. It's I, I love the Ring magazine. I read it all the time. Gareth Davies. Great, write some great articles about it uh, in that magazine. But why is she on the cover? She's not a boxer. There's a there are women boxers out there because they want to sell magazines. <laughs> they, that's yeah, why. <laughs> but listen, boxing bad fucking move. I understand you want to sell she, magazines. She's gonna but, be on Golf Digest really, next month. Serious? Like why not? Why not just put fucking uh, Tom Brady on Golf Digest? I, I mean, seriously. Boxing, first of all, you you got stars. You have Triple G. Yeah. Okay. You have Triple G. <laughs> you have Triple G. No, you have. There are legit stars in boxing. I, I watched Triple G fight. That was good. What about the kid? Uh, the kid from Omaha that fought last week. Did you watch his fight? Uh, no. Uh, Terrence Crawford. Why isn't he on the cover? Has he been on the cover? Okay, he's an undefeated star. He looked great in his fight last week. Uh, put put Klitschko back on the cover. I'm put. There's other guys put on the cover. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh up. Put him on the cover. There's uh, put Tim Bradley on the cover. Put put Paulie Malignaggi. Put anybody. Ronda Rousey's not a fucking boxer. Why is she on the cover of the Ring magazine? Money. It's all about that. And money, then they man. go and they tried to say, would she come to boxing? She never, <laughs> she's never talked about coming to boxing. She's never expressed any interest coming to boxing. Maybe this is a huge lead up to her fight with Mayweather. <laughs> Just getting started on the press trail. Maybe that, may, that that seriously, but it just it's. I, I understand the ring. You're not making boxing look good. Boxing fans were pissed, and I'd be pissed too. Yeah. This is the bible of boxing. This is the this is the the only magazine in boxing. I watch. There's a couple other ones. I don't even read them. I love the ring magazine. They have a great magazine, but uh, like Fighters Only magazine is not putting Mayweather on the cover. James Tony. Uh, well, James Tony actually tried doing MMA. <laughs> yeah, that, would, no, that would make more did. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, I mean, I understand. Trying to sell, you know what? It'll probably sell a ton of ton of shit. And what the fuck do I know? I'm sure it's will. a business. Here's the thing, but, though. Boxing boxing fans might uh, not get it, but MMA fans will probably go snatch up that magazine as a collector's kind of thing, or try to get it signed. Or and then you got people that watch boxing and MMA who probably want to go buy it too. She should only be on if she shows she shows her box. That's uh, <laughs> that she shows her box. Then uh, yeah. So um, yeah, that's. But the, I don't understand. But she that. trains boxing, right? Every MMA fighter trains boxing. 
boxing. Yeah, she trains boxing, but so what? I mean, every, yeah, but that's not, she's not a boxer. That's true. I train boxing. I am also not a boxer. Yeah, you should be on it. I'd rather <laughs> see Tyler Bowe on the cover of Ring. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, Joe Jaggy, put Tyler on uh, the cover of the Ring magazine. Shop that up, Jaggy. So, uh, so Koscheck wants to fight Paul Daly again in Bellator. Bad idea, Josh. Uh, Josh Koscheck, I think, should be retired. He lost five fights in a row, four by a stoppage. Um, and what's the what's the point? You beat Paul Daly, and Paul Daly, you beat him in your prime. I don't think it was Daly's prime. I think Daly's actually hitting his prime now. And you, you get knocked out by Paul Daly. It's like what what are you doing? I at one point I I watched the video. Koscheck had a plane. Okay, you you have your own gym. You work hard. You you are a national champion. You were you were an amazing collegiate wrestler. You were an amazing MMA wrestler. You you fought GSP twice. You were right there. You won the Ultimate Fighter, I believe. You won the Ultimate Fighter. You're a great fighter, Koscheck. But what are you doing? You're killing your legacy. You're killing your body. You're fucking up your brain. What's the point? He's he's definitely getting into that territory of he needs to be told to stop. Like who? Like I think of Jens Pulver, who I'm a huge fan of, as one of those dudes who like retired and came back and retired and came back. Yeah, and Jens fought like, two weeks no, ago. He's such a stud, but you're like. Uh, you don't want to see him keep. No, going you don't. But I, I think he. I don't think he has. I think he might have to do it for the money. Yeah. I don't know. If, I think Koscheck's fine with money. I understand you want to do it. Bellator. Uh, you know, it's like I understand you want you want to get these names, but signing guys that lost five fights in the UFC. What is it really doing for your promotion? Especially if they start winning. Now, granted, look, Robbie Lawler lost like three fights in a row. Now he's a champ. Uh, so there are times Arlovsky. Lost, I think, three or four fights in a row. Now he's fighting for a title contention. There are times where I'm wrong, and there are guys that like hit their stride somehow. But there's also guys walking around like fucking drool, okay? And uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to see that. I, I just, I don't think, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's me. So uh, the, uh, John Jones's manager, Mackwee, uh, uh Malky Kawa, who has always kind of been a a shady guy, from what I hear, he said he's never seen John Jones this focused. And then somebody said, we should see him uh, snort an eight ball. Somebody actually tweeted me that. So does this mean he switched from Coke to Adderall? <laughs> yeah. He's incredibly focused. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but uh, according to Rampage, he's not happy that Jones is back. He says that uh, the way Jones leg kicks, his legs will never be the same because he does that like front kick to your knee. Yeah. And a lot of fighters are complaining about that. They say that he really fucks up people's knees. My thought is if it's legal, he should be able to do it. Uh, if it's legal. What he's doing, if you're going to say those kicks to the knee should be illegal, make him illegal. Yeah. But as long as they're legal, he's, he's not breaking the rules. Yeah, he's within the rules, and you got to, I guess, change your stance, learn to check those somehow. I mean, you can't really check a... I mean, a front push kick to the knee is kind of hard. But yeah. Aren't there some MMA, some states or some commissions that don't allow those? I don't know in the U. I don't know. I've only seen, I've seen them in the UFC all the time, and I understand why that would freaking kill your knee. Yeah. But at the same time, it's if it's legal. If it's yeah. legal, you can't blame John Jones. You got to blame no. the commission, uh, or you know the, the, the people in charge. So Chad Mendez and Frankie Edgar are going at it now, which is actually I thought there was going to be no trash talk. Yeah. But I guess what happened was uh, Edgar said something to the thing where Mendez uh, he he went to that fight looking for a paycheck, looking for a way out. I was going there to win, and then and then uh, Mendez says, "No way, I'm ever going to fight looking for a paycheck, looking for a way out. I'm going in there to win every single time." 
there's no way I'm going to take a dive. There's no amount of money in this world that could pay me off in a fight. I'm a very competitive person. I've been competing since I was five years old. Yeah, I don't think that uh, I was at that fight. And I don't think that Mendez was, well, he was looking for a paycheck. Everyone's looking for a paycheck. He's getting half a million dollars. Yeah. Who's not looking for that? Um, Was he taking a dive? No. I honestly think that he got in shape in two weeks. Uh, He was hunting and doing a hunting show before that. He was drinking. This dude drinks. He's a, he's a, he's a beer drinker. Probably drinks moonshine. He's, he's one of those dudes. And so, so does Cerrone, but that doesn't seem to slow him down. I was at that fight. If you were at that fight and you saw the Irish fans cheering like I've never... You couldn't even... My voice was gone. I've never seen anything like it. And then Shane O'Connor comes out from underneath the fucking basement and starts singing. And yeah. then, he, and then he, he, he gets the guy from, from Staines to start singing. It was like... It took so much out of you. Chad was tired, legit tired after round one, halfway through yeah. round one. 30 seconds in, he looked tired. You know, I don't think he was looking for a paycheck. I think that he wasn't prepared for that big of an event. He, you, could talk, you could say he gassed. You could say he had an adrenaline dump. But did he look phenomenal in the first round? He put a beating on Connor yeah. in the first round. And, and then, most of the second round, too. Uh do you think so? Do you think obviously we know what happened now in retrospect, like looking back, but like, do you think Edgar would have fared better on a short notice fight in that situation? Yes, because I think that Chad, uh, I think Chad is always in somewhat shape. I think Frankie is training with the Rutgers wrestling team like four or five days a week. I think he's, he's legit staying in shape, yeah, like nobody else. He was waiting for the call, yeah, even before, like, he was, he, he was waiting for the call. Edgar got the call. But I think uh, no. But Mendez got the call. Edgar was waiting for the call. I also think Edgar's probably been in more high pressure situations as oh, far absolutely. as like hope high profile high profile fights, headlining fights. I mean, Mendez is a stud. He fought you know all. He fought in Brazil twice. He's done that. Once. But I think Edgar probably has more experience as far as like those kind of situations. I think also uh, Frankie's got better cardio. Oh, he's I mean, yeah. Just, I mean, he's just a cardio machine. That dude's um, nonstop. You know, Chad, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I can't wait for the, I, I don't know. People keep asking me, who do I think is going to win? Two fights, I don't know. I do not know. Uh, are the TJ Dillashaw, Dominic Cruz fight. Yeah. I, I keep going back and forth thinking about that fight. And the Aldo McGregor fight. I don't know. I mean, when was the last time you saw Aldo look bad in a fight? Never. I mean, maybe round five against Hominick. We got dominated round five against Hominick. Okay. <laughs> Hominick looked like E.T. by the end of that But fight. still, that, Hominick did great that round oh, five. That, yeah, that was a crazy fight. But before that, but since then, and even before then, when I'm talk, talking about his, his early, early days, when have you seen him look bad? I mean, uh, I, dude, dude, Mendez might have been his toughest challenge uh, yeah. to date. Mendez but, was, but that said, he didn't look bad. Not right. He still looked phenomenal. At the same time, Connor's a tall dude. I mean, you look at Connor next to next to uh, Uriah Faber. He's a foot taller, a foot and a half taller. Yeah. And Faber, I mean, he he's just bigger. He's a big dude. He cuts down. So uh, we'll see. Although I, I would like to, I think Connor is really good for the sport. And I can't tell you how many people say to me, "What's up with that Irish guy? When's that Irish guy fighting?" I mean, Connor, you know, Connor and Ronda, two people that are getting people who are not interested in MMA into MMA, which is good for the sport. You know, it's bad for, uh, I guess it's bad for some guys to get cut because I, I still don't, I, I, don't under, I don't understand that. By the way, so 
what's the name wrote a really good article about about how uh, Miles Jury, and I happen to like Miles Jury a lot. So he made a whole article about what it costs to fight. So he said, for example, UFC 2015 entry pay is now 10000 to show and 10000 to win. All right, so you get 10 and 10. Right up front, it's half the fighter's pay relies on whether they win or not, right? There are expenses. Let's, uh, expenses. A fighter wins and earns 20 grand. He gives 2000 to the gym, 4000 to the management, 6000 to the taxes, 500 to medicals, 1000 for coaching, 1000 for miscellaneous, total expenses, $14,500. So out of that 20000 the fighter goes home with $5,500 if he wins. If he doesn't win, you know, a fighter loses, you know, he, he goes home with uh, $1,500 out of the 20. Jeez. So, you know, which is why, you know, tip a fighter helps. But just so yeah. you know, I mean, but just, I mean, right? Fuck. That's crazy. Right? Yeah, like a Are these, uh, the, the numbers you, you uh, rattled off, are those... Uh, flat fees with most guys or is those percentages of a purse? Percentage of a purse. Okay. Dude, it's the same, like for you, you guys that don't know in comedy, uh, when you get to like a little bit higher level, uh, obviously like I'm not huge, but I still have a manager and I have an agent and stuff like that. So it, Adam and I, it's like, it's, it can be very similar. You get a gig and sometimes the sticker price on the gig is great. And then you, you pay yeah, out 20,000 and walk away with 4,500 bucks. No, is, that's is, robbery. I mean, and I, I yeah, it but sucks. I know you've done gigs. I've done gigs where I've walked with less than 50% of the sticker price. I've done gigs when I was starting out, even like eight years in, where I was like, I had no money to get to San... I had enough money in my tank to get to San Diego, 20 bucks. If I didn't sell shit, I wasn't getting home. Yeah. So, I mean, because I wasn't getting paid for a couple weeks. So, yeah, I, that, of course, it, it sucks. Any, any, any job that you would do for free... Yeah, <laughs> that you get paid for, you're gonna get fucked for a long time. Now, Conor McGregor, I guarantee, is not making ten and ten. These these are these no. are guys that are that are probably first fight, second fight, third fight. But then you see some guys in like WSOF making like two and two, or one and one. Yeah. Or uh, you know, even Invicta cards. The girl who was writing for the championship was getting fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So the so yeah, it, it sucks. So we got to figure something out here. I know that there was a whole, there was a big article about the UFC only giving a certain percentage to the, to the fighters. They weren't factoring in how much it costs to put on an event, this and that. So I would like to see the real numbers one day. I don't know how we'd ever see them. We'd have to like have Dana or the, or the Fertitas given to me, but it's just a lot of speculation, but it does suck because you, because you, you know, you, when you think professional athlete, you know, you, oh, he's a professional yeah. athlete. You know, you, you see these fucking basketball players and these football players and the kicker who's making $300,000 for the year or something or the yeah. $500,000 for the year, whatever he's making, or a million dollars for the kicker, you know? And, you know, and a guy like, you know, Miles Jury, who just fought Donald Cerrone, uh, I, would, I would think is taking more beatings than the kicker and, yeah. pro- and probably, yeah. you know, deserves a little more, in my opinion. I'm more entertained by Miles Jury than, you know, Gino Tedaretta, whatever the fuck his name is. But, <laughs> so anyway, that being said, uh, I want to thank our sponsors, American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E. Here's a guy who does sponsor fighters, uh, and he, 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 he's really good for the sport. This guy's name is Sean. Great dude. A-I-A-S-E dot com, the best sports celebrity from the UFC, WWE, football, football. I just said football. I'll say it again, football. And everything else in between. Also, tip a fighter. 
Okay, what did we just talk about? How much these guys are getting fucked. Okay, so now Tip a Fighter is helping out by giving you a chance to show fighters how much you mean to them. Whether it's $10, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Listen, uh, I know I'm putting money on Valerie Letanou, who's fighting Joanna Janjunchek for the uh, UFC 193. She's right now, she's, I think she's a 20 to 1 uh, underdog, but um, I think it, like if you put money on Joanna, I think it's like you got to put like $2,000 to make $100 or something. Yeah. But if you put money on uh on and uh, we put money on the Valerie I think it's like 9 or 10 to 1. So yeah. I'm going to put 100 bucks on Valerie. And if I win, I'm going to split some money with Valerie. So uh I know that she's got Hector Lombard in her corner and you know, that's a tough guy to to, to be around. So if he's Hector's very intimidating. If Hector's coaching you, I think she's got a shot. I think yeah. she's got a shot. You guys would probably think Adam you're fucking crazy. Okay, this girl Joanna looks like a world beater and she is a world beater and she killed Carla and she killed Jessica, but you know what? She didn't look that good against Claudia and I have a feeling this girl Valerie is going to pull the upset. And I'm saying that because I told you that and I don't want Hector to get mad at me and uh, take away my, my 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 word. So I'm putting money and if I win, I'm throwing her cash. So let's call Michael Johnson right now. Uh, who's fighting Nate Diaz coming up in December. Uh, that's going to be a hell of a fight. Yeah. Hello? Hey, is this Michael Johnson? Yes, sir. The one and only. Nice. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Tyler Bowe. How are you, Michael? Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm always good about yourself. Good, 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 man. I was watching, uh, you got a big fight coming up against Nate Diaz. I can't wait for that fight. That's going to be in in, uh, in Florida, right? Orlando. It's a few hours away. Nice. Now, how are you getting ready? I know Nate's a, a beast on the ground. He's got really good striking. How are you preparing for Nate Diaz? Uh, yeah, I'm just preparing like any other fight. You know, I'm just staying with it. With my hard training partners, uh, you know, the guys I know that are going to push me, uh, you know, the guys that I know that got better boxing than Diaz, you know, I'm going with the guys that got better ground game than, you know, Nate, so but we're not worried about no point in this fight, you know, we're going to go after him, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to look to retire him, you know, he's going to be done with the sport when I get finished with him. So you're going to retire Nate Diaz? He will be retired. I mean, there's, there's no, there's gonna be nothing for him after me. He's not gonna be able to get back up there. Wow. Now you know that Nate always talks a ton of crap during his fight. Are you having your sparring partners curse you out and like emulate him during sparring? <laughs> uh, no, no. My my sparring partner been cussing me out there and talking shit or anything like that. But uh, it got a little heavy and shit talking and sparring today. But that's just us having fun. Like I said, uh, once he starts barking off in the fight, uh, that's not going to make any difference. You know, I'm not going to be paying attention to it. So you're, you're not, you're not, you're not going to get it because you know he's going to give you the finger and talk shit to you during the, the weigh-ins. Are you going to engage in that at all? He can talk all the shit he wants to. He can try to sell wolf tickets. He can try to talk shit in front of the cameras like he's going to be doing. But once we get in the cage and once we start fighting, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure there's going to be no more shit talking after that. Are you the kind of fighter that needs that like anger and animosity to get fired up, or are you just ready to rock because it's because it's a fight? No, nah, you guys know I don't need to get mad or angry to go in there and fight. Man, it's a it's a fight, man. I go in there handle business. Now you, uh, there's no reason for me to get mad and angry. You know, emotions make you weak. 
Now, your last fight, you got robbed uh, against Benny Darius. That was a fight, and Benny's a good fighter. I, you know, I had you winning every round. Uh, I don't see how he got the win, but how pissed were you, and how did you deal with that? I was, uh, I was upset. You know, I'm pretty sure y'all saw it. You know, I was real pissed, especially knowing that I took him completely out of his game, stuffed every one of his takedowns, beat him up on his feet, and uh, for them to give him the win is just outrageous. It looked like I was set up. I don't know what it was, but, you know, I shake it off, you know, I get right back on the training, and, you know, I got to get ready for my next fight, so. Now I know you. you I know, now I know you have a, a pretty hot girlfriend, right? You have that that like white girl you're dating, black girl, white girl. Yeah, yeah. So is is uh, she white or black? This Macedonian, so you get sort of white. Uh, she's Macedonian. Now did now did, now I, I know you were fuming. Now later that night was she like, hey, listen, Michael, lie down, let me take care of you, and she gave you amazing head. Is that what happened? Of course. That's what always happens. Win or lose. It's got to happen. <laughs> nice. See, that's a, that's a great way to of deal course, with it. It's, it's for, yeah, so, so it's forgotten about already. Okay, it's that's good. Well done. So you were all pissed. She was like, Michael, let me take care of you. Macedonian style, giving you amazing Macedonian head. So that's that's good. That's really good. Like we say at the podcast. Yeah, you, are, you, are, you getting, are you getting excited? Me? Yes, yes. absolutely. This is... This is, this is getting really... <laughs> Never leave it in the hands of the judges, but always leave it in the hands of your girlfriend. Yes, that's that's what we say. That's Thanks, right. Ted. Yeah. That's the most bullshit line ever. Never leave it in the hands of the judges. Hey, those dudes get paid to do a job right, and then you do their job right. Yeah, no, that that is, that is bullshit. I mean, I mean, you went out there, you won the fight. Now, how much more money would it, would you have won if you would have won that fight? Uh, you know what I have. You know, money-wise, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I still, Dana, you know, Dana Lorenzo took care of me. So they gave me my win bonus. So, you know, um, even if, you know, I still didn't get the win and it still, you know, fucked up my streak, I still uh, got my win bonus. So I was taken care of. Oh, that's good. There you go. That's See, huge. That's, that, that, that is really cool. And, like, you don't even hear about that. All you hear is how negative, negative, negative. The fact that, they, that like... Yeah, everybody shoots negative. You know, they saw, they, they saw what was shit, and they took care of it. So. Now, how do you feel about the whole, re, the whole Reebok deal? Uh, the whole Reebok deal, is, it is what it is. You know, it shows me that it's growth in the sport. Um, you know, I definitely think it... There's no doubt about it. It takes a little bit away from the fighters. You know, but we also gain a little bit in, you know, being in Reebok and everything like that. Um, the money could always be better, but at the same time, you know, um, I'm not complaining. I guess it's just one thing that we don't have to worry about. We don't have to worry about, you know, trying to rush for sponsors or getting sponsors or have our managers, you know, uh, trying to get this guy and this guy and waiting on sponsor money and all that shit. So, I mean, at least we know we got guaranteed money coming to us at the end of the fight on top of our purse. Yeah, that's the other so side. You want to look at the positives. Yeah, there you go. So. Now, your teammate is fighting our co-host, Bubba Jenkins. He's fighting Jordan Parsons. Uh, are you, uh, who do you think is going to win that fight? Uh, Bubba's your co-host? Yeah, Bubba's fighting Jordan Parsons. Yeah, he's the co-host. Yay, uh, Jordan. Jordan just left my house. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan's cool. <laughs> of course I'm going for Jordan. Cool Can, now, man. His teammate, that's the brother. He's been, uh, he's been down here working hard. Can you so, give us any? He's gonna be surprised. Can you give us anything to tell Bubba that might help him win? 
question or anything. Shit, tell Bubba to keep his hands up. Yeah, tell Bubba to keep his hands up. <laughs> Jordan called in and did a press conference with Bubba, and they they had an epic uh, shit talk session, man. Yeah, they they, they they don't like each other because I guess because Jordan called Bubba out, and Bubba took that personally. So now it's like you know Bubba Bubba says that uh, Jordan says Bubba's not a real fighter. He's only doing this because he doesn't want to get a real job. And then uh, and then Bubba said he's gonna fucking kill Jordan and yada yada yada. So it seems like a lot of a lot of shit talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah the, the same old shit talking. It's gonna be a hell of a fight. Remember that. Yeah, Jordan's been there working hard. He ain't playing no games. So. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a really good fight. I, I actually, I've watched a lot of Jordan, and he's a he's a good fighter. He's a great fighter, and Bubba's a great fighter as well. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fireworks. Now, um, yeah. Now, how do you feel about Conor McGregor? Conor's okay in my book. I have no problem with Conor. You know, we're 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 cool. You know, we're friendly. We're cordial with each other. Um, he's doing his thing. You know, my hats off to him. Uh, that he's not a guy I need to worry about. He's not in my division, so he can continue to mop up the little guys and uh, be happy down there. <laughs> how, how do you how do you think he would do against him if he came to one fifty five? Ah, come on now, man. How, how do I think I would do against him? Yeah, There's no question. He get beat up. He knows that. I mean, you think he, he knows that? But he's, like I said, he's not worried about. He's not an issue. Do you think it would go past one round? But yeah, he'll definitely get beat up. He'll get beat up 100%. <laughs> Do you think it would go past the first round or no? Yeah, it'll go past the first round. Oh, all right. So Connor- I, I, I don't like to call up my rounds. I, and I don't like going in there and getting like quick first-round knockouts. You know, I like to go in there. I like to fight for a little bit. And, uh, you know, I like, I like to get in there and get dirty. You know, guys that go in there and try to get first-round finishes, and try to hurry up and finish the fight quick, those guys don't want to fight. You know, they want to get in there and they want to hurry up and get get the fight done and over with and you know, get away. So that's not me. I, I like to get in there and fight. Well, you're a great fighter, man. I mean, you you know, you're you're on a great streak. Uh, I don't I don't count that Benny as a loss, and that was kind of ridiculous. If you beat Nate Diaz, are you uh, how far are you away from the title shot? Maybe. Uh, if I beat Nate, I should be next in line. Um, I, I know Khabib's up there, but he's got to deal with Tony Ferguson, which I think is a tough fight for Khabib. But um, if I go in there and I beat Nate the way I'm planning on going there beating him in a dominant fashion, then it should be no question why I shouldn't be next in line for a title fight. I mean, you take away that bullshit decision, I'm on a five-fight-one streak you know, against top guys. So. Now, now, who do you think wins, Dos Anjos or, uh, or uh, Cerrone? Um, you know what? I've never seen Cowboy this this, this motivated, you know, and this determined on the streak he's been on. So uh, I think Cowboy's gonna get his uh, get his revenge back on him. Do you think Dos Anjos was taking was like taking uh, steroids or no? <laughs> you want me to answer that truthfully? Yeah, answer yeah, it truthfully. Come on, come on. no, no uh, comment. Yeah. Answer it truthfully. Yeah, I, I don't know what kind of steroids, but I wouldn't say he was completely clean you know it's uh you know you could tell and it's a thing where you can tell with fighters now how they used to look compared to how they're looking when they get in the cage like it's just a completely different so i'll be surprised if the fighters even makes it to the fight tell you the truth yeah i mean if you look at his first four fights in the ufc he looked he looked like he looked like me and then um 
And then his next four fights, he looked like fucking Superman, and he just started killing everybody. It was a little bit like, are, it, are you going windsurfing right now or something? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just stepped out of the house. I'm about to go to practice. Oh, cool. So, but, uh, but yeah, I completely agree. When he got in the UFC, he was small, frail, and now he's beefed up, killing everybody, and now, uh, now let's see how his body looks now. Yeah. When this new drug enforcement thing. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, listen, Michael Johnson, you're a great dude. When you come out to L.A., we got to hang. Uh, kill it in December, man. Uh, I can't wait for your fight against Nate Diaz. That's probably the fight I'm looking forward to the most the rest of the year, man. You always put on a good show. Uh, thanks for being on the podcast, man. All right, perfect. Thank you, guys, man. appreciate you having me on, and uh, I'll definitely be hitting you up next time I'm in L.A. I love it, man. Take care, Mike. Thank you, man. All right, that was Michael Johnson. What do you think about that, dude? He's a good dude, man. And he's, he's I, I like that guy. I like his fight style. I think it's funny that he said that he likes to fight. Yeah. He's such a grinder. Yeah. Like, I, I would think that most guys would want to get in there and finish fights fast. I would want to be in there in and out, like, <laughs> as quick as possible. <laughs> Fuck that. But, the longer you're in there, the more chance you have of losing. I would assume that you can get caught. And the more beat up you're going to get. Yeah, but he's a fighter. He's a fighter. He he's a great athlete, great fighter, great wrestler. And, you know, I was a fan of him from the, from the Ultimate Fighter back in the day. I would, first time I saw him, I go, this guy could be dangerous. And, you know, he went to Greg Jackson's. That didn't work for him too much. He was winning. He was losing. He found his home in Black Zillions. And... I, he's just one of those guys. I think you know he's training with you know the Eddie Alvarezes and the Jordan Parsons and these other these, these tough guys over there, and it's a good little home for him. Yeah, it's so cool to hear that he got his win bonus too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the kind of stuff that like that is awesome to hear. Just because he, I think everybody thought he won that fight. It doesn't happen in other sports. If there's a bad call, yeah. the, the NFL isn't giving you the, the team that loses yeah. the win bonus. Hey, everybody you know? gets a ring this game. <laughs> Sorry the Super Bowl went the way it did. Everybody gets a ring. All right, exactly. Well, listen, that's our show today. We're going to cut short because I actually have to shoot a TV show right now. I uh, can't say what network, but it's going to air in January on television, on cable. It's a real show. Uh, so uh, we're going to be back here Thursday. We have Alan Juban, uh, the Greg Wilson. I think we have Poirier on the show on Thursday. Uh, it's going to be a good show. I think Marina might come back. Uh, so I want to thank our sponsors, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, as well as Tip a Fighter. Get these guys paid. Okay, tipafighter.com, at tipafighter. You want to get the best, uh, build up your man cave, collectibles, best sports memorabilia, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com. Also, uh, Tyler, anything coming up? Uh, I'm at the Tilted Kilt uh, tomorrow night in Victorville, California. I'll probably be at the Ha Ha this weekend. Nice. Uh, this Friday night, I will be headlining the Hollywood Improv. I'm doing That's a 45, 45 minute set. Hollywood Improv, uh, if you want free tickets, hit me up. I will hit you up. Free tickets, it's going to sell out. So get there around 7.30, 7.45. I've already got over uh, 200 reservations. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Sideshow Network. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Andrew. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>